Hi, everyone. This is the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Ayo. I'm your host, Dr. Ayo Gathing. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist, best-selling author, and a health and relationship expert. I am here to liberate you from your boring-ass love life. Lose the good girl and unleash your inner bad girl to finally find love and get the relationship you deserve. Hello, bad girls. Welcome to another episode of Bad Girls Guide to Love. This is Dr. Io here with you. So... (sighs) Today's topic is something super fun and light and something I get asked a lot. And it's whether you should live with your significant other before you get married. I call it to shack or not to shack. That is the question. And the idea of splitting bills, living with your best friend, in-home dinner dates, I mean, all of these things, there are so many advantages to living with your partner prior to marriage. However, cohabitating has been controversial for years. It's just a subject that just sparks a lot of controversy. People have a lot of thoughts about it. And some say that living together before marriage increases the probability of divorce. Others say that living together before marriage decreases the chances of getting married at all in the first place, which, you know, is an interesting um, thought. And there's been a lot of studies out there that have been conducted. and, And the interesting thing is they have varying results. But one thing is for certain, it is becoming more and more popular than ever for people to live together before committing to a marriage or even an engagement or even, you know, something serious or a promise of a future. You know, more people than ever are moving in together for various reasons. And that's clear because uh, the census data showed that over 70% of an increase in the number of cohabitating couples since the early 1990s. So since the 90s, there's been a 70% increase in couples that live together without a commitment of marriage. And many think of living together as, you know, a way to get to know the real deal about someone or seeing the ins and outs of how they you know, their mechanism of operation, you know, how they behave on a day-to-day. Like, does he drink out of the milk carton? Or, you know, does she leave her makeup everywhere? You know, does he require a period of time to decompress after work, you know, before interacting? And these are just a few, you know, examples, you know, that can be learned about someone from sharing the same space. Not that you can't figure out some of these things if you've been dating for a while or spend a lot of time together, early on, but the, there are some things that you just will just never know unless you actually live with someone. And in my opinion, which is what you came here for, of course, and why you listen to me on a regular basis, um, I feel like as long as there are clear expectations regarding the timing of things and direction of the relationship, that shacking up, you know, if you don't have any religious issues or beliefs or family morals or values, it can, it can be fun and it can be a good experience. But you have to kind of, what I always say, communicate. 
Um, <laughs> however, one of the most common complaints I hear from cohabitating couples is that someone assumed that cohabitation was for some minimal or nominal period of time before a more serious commitment was made. And that commitment of course, does not always come. And many couples are not having important discussions surrounding their beliefs about living together and you know, are later disappointed when things don't go the way they planned. Some people are devastated and others are resentful. And that itself can impact the relationship or, or in the relationship. So you are doing this thing where you hope it'll bring you closer together and propel you forward but it actually kind of tears you apart. And one important factor to take into account is each person's value system regarding the sanctity of living together before marriage. So not the sanctity of marriage, the sanctity of living together before marriage, because there are some differences in styles of living together. Um, some people believe basically that you are almost married once you live together, you know, that you treat each other a certain way, you have certain expectations of behavior of that person. Um, and some other people have spiritual beliefs or conservative families that look down at cohabitation. And so they have all this pressure, you know, surrounding the situation that may affect what they expect of you or what they want to happen. And of course, a lot of times those lead to a pressure for a further commitment. So um, wanting marriage or wanting an engagement, you know, when those things haven't happened yet. So moving in itself has to be discussed. So what are your expectations of what it's going to look like? How is our day-to-day -day life going to be? What does this mean for us? Similar to how you discuss marriage. And this doesn't mean you know, just getting married and how long is this going to be before we get married or, or how long, you know, are we going to live together before the commitment happens? Oh no, there's other levels of commitment that come with living together. So you have to be aware of if you're in a phase of your relationship where you're ready to be at that level, if you're ready to be accountable to your partner on a daily basis, are you ready to see your partner on a daily basis? those things. Like, for instance, I have once lived with an ex and I really thought I was ready when I moved in. You know, I was actually really excited about it. Like, oh, it's going to be like living with my best friend. We're going to have so much fun. But boy, was I just not prepared. It, it killed me to have to basically coordinate my whole life with someone else's. And the interesting thing is I've lived with basically all of my friends. Most of my uh, girlfriends I've lived with, you know, a lot of us went to college together or lived together after college. So, you know, I knew what it meant to live with someone that you were close to, but boy, was I not prepared for living with a mate. So you, I was, you know, put in a situation where meals were coordinated and I constantly had to let him know my comings and goings. And, you know, it was just a lot of work and a lot of accountability. And I just didn't feel like he deserved that level of commitment from me. But moving in immediately took us there. It was like, well, we live together. So you have a living boyfriend. So where are you going? What time are you going to be home? Who are you going to be with? And I just was not ready for it. 
also, it was a kind of annoying to me. I couldn't just have my girlfriends over for a fun girls' night in, or just hang out, and or even stay out way past club closing time without prior discussion or notification. So when you're not living together, you just say, "Hey, boo, I'm going out tonight. You know, I'll be home late. You know, give you a call in the morning. You know, good." morning when I recover. But no, no, no. When you're living with someone, they know exactly what time you got home, you know, exactly, you know, who you were with and what you were doing. And now that you want to do something wrong or, you know, break any dating code, but it's just different. If you want to go to Waffle House or IHOP or whatever after the club, you don't want to have to feel like you have to check in sometimes, or maybe you do. And so depending on the level of accountability and commitment, you're ready to have, you know, really needs to lead and guide your way on some of these discussions and thoughts before you even agree to moving in. It was just a lot of responsibility right away that I just wasn't prepared for. And again, do you even want to see him every day? Like for real, every day. I remember sometimes I would just sit outside of the house before going in and just kind of sigh. And I just wanted to be in my own space, in my own zone and, you know, spend some alone time and you don't get that as much when you live with someone. And no matter how much you love someone, um, you know, even in marriage, sometimes you want your alone time. But when you're dating and in certain aspects of your relationship, you might just not be ready to lose some of that freedom and space. So learning from my experiences and some of the patients I've worked with, couples I've coached, the answer to the question of whether to shack or not to shack is that it really depends. It depends on whether both parties agree on the trajectory for the relationship's future, whether both parties can come to a consensus regarding the timing of major milestones in the relationship, depends on values and spiritual beliefs, depends on compatibility. So you might have a partner that you tell him you're going out and he's like, okay, bye, talk to you later, see you in the morning, you know? And you might have a partner like, I want to see you home, the sun's up, you know, that sort of thing. And you might have a partner that, you know, gets food when he's ready. Or you might have a partner that says, hey, what's for dinner? What are you making? You know, every night. So it really just depends on your compatibility as well. So when you choose a path regarding your living arrangements in your relationship, you really have to ensure that the proper things are discussed and that your expectations are revealed and do not hold back. Like you have to be honest. And I know there's that pressure to just say, Hey, I'm excited. Moving into the next step. You know, this is exciting. We're progressing. We're moving forward. So I'm not even going to bring up marriage. I'm not even going to bring up, you know, accountability, those sorts of things, because it might scare them off or it might make some, make them not want to, but you cannot do that. You have to be open in your communication, which is of course the foundation of foundation of any healthy relationship, you know, no matter where you are in the process. So it's instrumental in determining your next steps, whether moving in together, getting engaged, getting married, breaking up, no matter what you have to communicate. So don't be afraid to be honest and open and definitely don't hold back or lie. <laughs> you know, some people just outright lie. Oh no, I'm fine. Oh no, I'm a clean person. Oh no, I cook every night. You know, then they get in um, the house together and they're a slob or they don't make any food. And it's just like, that is not what we talked about. You just really wanted to trap me and get me in here. So everyone needs to be honest. 
and open about expectations and who you are as a person and what you want. That's really important. What you want out of this. Is this just, you know, we want to spend more time together? Is it that we live long distance and we want to be in the same place? I mean, discuss what's going on and where you're at and it will lead the way. So here's my favorite part. What would Dr. Io do where I take your questions, your comments and, um, and discuss them? related to the topic. If you have any topic ideas, ooh, please send me topic ideas. I love that. I've gotten a couple from you all. It's been exciting. My Instagram, iogathingmd, Facebook, iogathingmd. Basically, again, if you know my name, you know how to find me. This week, we have a question from Jane. Hi, Dr. Io. My name is Jane, and I'm 23 years old. I'm an actress and a model in Atlanta, Georgia. Woo! Hey, you're in Atlanta with me. What's up? With a goal of becoming a true star and moving on to Hollywood. I'm currently dating a great guy. I mean, I really like him, but he's ordinary. He's a little older than me, has a stable corporate job, and is ready to settle down like right now. I like him a lot, but I'm young and marriage and kids and all that is really far off. I sometimes struggle with my bills and I would never let anyone take care of me, but he wants to move in together since we spend so much time together anyway, so it would make my financial situation so much better. So what do you think? I mean, I do like him and think we would get along, so should I just go ahead and move in? (laughs) This is such a good uh, letter and it's perfect for what we were discussing. All right, Jane, does this man know that you are not in love with him and have no intentions of having a future with him? Because that's what I'm hearing. I mean, and if he doesn't know, then living together could be um, detrimental to your arrangement, what you have now. It sounds like you're free, you're comings and goings, you do what you want, you're acting, you're um, modeling, you're doing you, and that works great. And you guys see each other when you see each other, which is great. But if he does not know that you are, you know, clearly feeling him like that and have no intentions of moving forward, then it could really uh, complicate things. If he does know and he's fine with it and he just likes hanging out and kicking it with you and, you know, just kind of a temporary solution, it could be great uh, for your situation. So basically, if he doesn't mind being the provider and enjoys your company, you know, and you've been honest with him about going off to La La Land whenever you get your chance and pursuing your dreams and leaving him behind in the dust, go for it. You know, sounds like that's what you're open to it because of the finances and hanging out with him. You know, he clearly doesn't bother you or, <laughs> but just know you're going to be with him day and night. Spending a lot of time together is different than living together. And so um, if you've been honest and open and you, are, you guys are okay with your setup and that there might be no future and you're just kind of temporary and hanging out for now, that's great. But if not, get yourself a friend to live with or someone maybe that you've met on the modeling circuit, you know, have similar interests and you guys can support each other, but do not get stuck in a situation where you're playing house. And like me, you're dreading going home or now you've gotten caught up and your finances are out of whack. You have to start all over or you just stay because you're dependent on him. and You're no longer living at your lifestyle level. It just is not a good idea and really isn't smart. So good luck, Jane. This has been the Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Io. Do not forget to subscribe and review. And thank you all so much for being here with me today. Until next time, be bad. That's this week's episode of Bad Girl's Guide to Love with Dr. Io. 
Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give me a review on iTunes. For more material and content, you can find me under IOGathingMD on Instagram and Twitter, or head over to my website, www.iogathingmd.com. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Until then, be bad. <laughs>